good to be back. It's your boy Bird on behalf of the Brothers of Thunder podcast. Just doing an intro um, to an intro of a series that I was going to do um, called Sin and Virtue, going over discussing sin and virtue and how we can go from sin to virtue and acknowledging that we need both. And so uh, I did an intro to the series this week, but um, I have to excuse a couple things. One, I'm a little bit rusty because I've been out for a little bit. Number two, I, f- I got a brand new cell phone and I forgot to turn the ringer off. So I got a notification during the, um, the audio a little bit. So I apologize for that. But um, I'm going to put the link up when it comes out. Uh, make sure you listen, subscribe, and also like it. Don't just like it. But, um, you know what I'm saying? Also, if you want to donate on our Patreon, um, just look for Brothers of Thunder Podcast. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Just holler at us sometime, but enjoy. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Bert, coming on behalf of the Brothers of Thunder podcast, where we are the boom. Um, basically, I'm sorry if we, I haven't been around in a little while. Uh, life got kind of a little hectic for me because I started working again and, you know, getting used to the new transplant, the kidney and doctor's appointments. No excuse. I'm sorry I neglected y'all. But, um, you know what I'm saying? I hope you're blessed because I'm blessed. I get to talk to you one more time. Uh, it's been so much stuff going on, man, but... uh still have to say that God is good and been taking care of me and whatnot. Had a lot of good experiences recently. You know, I hope you did as well. Um, today, I wanted to talk about virtue and how we always, you know, everybody wants to be virtuous. And, you know, I want to start a small series talking about sin and virtue. And so it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times everybody wants to be virtuous, but nobody wants to talk about sin anymore or talk or acknowledge that sin is a part of our lives still. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everything, you know what I'm saying? And that kind of neglects what virtue is. Like, for example, we always want to point out the people that are doing wrong. But at the same time, we don't want to work on the things that we're doing wrong. And you know what I'm saying? There's no way you can be righteous without getting rid of what is unrighteous. But if everybody thinks they're righteous, there's no reason to have Christ in your life because there's no need to have somebody die for your sins if it's quote unquote not your fault. Because every day, we, you know, every time something happens nowadays, we want to put a pill to it. I put a diagnosis on it. Sometimes people just being mean. And so we, we want like, we just show this partiality thing where like if somebody that's close to us that we care about, we'll say, oh, they're just going through this. But if somebody else, like say for example, um, you know, somebody does something that's horrendous. Like let's just say somebody bumps into you because they weren't paying attention and they knock your ice cream on the ground. Like I didn't want to use an example of murder or anything like that, but <laughs> Uh, let's say they bump into you and they knock your ice cream down. Like, because your ice cream has been knocked down, there's no excuse they can give you. Oh, I'm taking medicine. Oh, I had a lot on my mind. Oh, I'm doing this. Your ice cream's on the ground. So you're not going to give them any quarter. But let's just say that was your husband or that was your wife or your kid that knocked somebody else's ice cream down. Every excuse in the world comes up. And so we don't put people by the standards that we'll hold other people to. Like, for example, we want police officers to take crap from us and obey the law and not retaliate when you break the law. You have all the rights in the world, but you forego those rights when you start being a jerk to somebody. So it's just like, you know what I'm saying? We want the benefits of, you know, the law, but don't want to obey the law. I'm not trying to uh, preach law of grace, but if we're going to hold people accountable to the law, then we have to be held accountable to the law, which is not a good thing either way. But you know what I'm saying? That's the thing we got to think about. So first thing I wanted to talk about is that we always base people 
and their sins off of what, you know what I'm saying, uh, off of a judgment. Like, again, let's just use the police again. Like, you know what I'm saying? They have a lot to deal with just like us. And they should treat us with respect. But also, respect is a two-way street. So we have to look at what, how we're treating them. And you're provoking somebody yourself by doing certain things, being disrespectful, and not treating them like a human being either. But you get mad when somebody is treated uh, less than a human being from them because they have authority. And so we expect the same thing. Even with God, we do that. Like, we want God to do everything for us. And we'll say we're blessed because God made things go, quote unquote, our way. But when God asks you to do something contrary to what you want, oh man, why, you know, there's no God or why is God acting like that? And so we got to hold ourselves to the same thing. And so the, uh, the biggest thing we got to talk about is sin. And um, the next uh, podcast, I want to talk about um, how sin started. And then I want to talk about what virtue is. And so it's just like this uh, self-righteous thing that we're doing nowadays. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not really, it's not really providing uh, a good relationship with God to be promoted. Like we put this, you know, this arrow on, like we go to church, we dress to the nines, we got brand new outfits, like we got the best shoes, we know how to say things. Side note, why are we talking about this? Like, do you ever, you know what kind of grinds my gears? is like the asthma problem that the black church has. Because for some reason, the Holy Spirit gives a lot of charismatic uh, preachers asthma. And I never understood that. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. Like, when somebody start preaching and they're like, and God said, and help Gilligan get off the island. And uh, like, come on, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? For real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no way in the world. Like, where, where did you ever see that in the Bible? At? But I digress. You know what I'm saying? Because next time I catch somebody doing that, I'm going to give them an inhaler. But anyway, you know, we expect certain things and certain virtues out of certain people. Because um, even at my job, sometimes, like, people will, like, if something goes wrong in the church, everybody in the church has to be the most evilest people, and nobody has any virtue. And so uh, they're unrighteous, and nobody does anything right. All because one person, because somebody, one of the greeters might have been picking up something off the floor and didn't and neglected to be able to say tell you hi now everybody in the church oh that's a, the spirit is not in here and, da, 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 da. and you know what i'm saying we base everything off of that but how many people do you walk past and not speak to so does that mean god's not with you like we judge people so harshly like everybody's a sinner but us and it's like you know what i'm saying we'll do that thing they talk about in romans one we're gonna talk about that later too where we try to base our own righteousness off of somebody else's unrighteousness like, you know what I'm saying? Let's just say if I was a third grader and I was getting F's in math, the way I make myself feel better is talk about how a kindergarten can't count past five. Like, you know what I'm saying? Versus like, okay, you just can't do math. Like looking at somebody else's fault doesn't make you better. It makes both of you bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? You should teach the kindergarten how to count past five and you need to learn how to do your math in third grade as well. And so it's just like, we try to base things off of that and we let sin run rampant. Like, you know what I'm saying? We don't, you know what I'm saying? We, we in this thing where we can, nobody can judge anybody or nobody wants to hear a viral Bible verse contrary to them getting prosperity. And it doesn't make any sense. Sin is still real no matter how you want to look at it. Because if sin wasn't real, then why are you complaining about people doing things wrong if there's no such thing as sin? That means pedophiles can do whatever they want to. Murderers can do what they want to because there's no sin. And so it's just like we shouldn't judge anybody. But why do we judge them? Or why do we, somebody offends us and we go to court, we expect a judge to make a judgment. 
but you don't want nobody to judge the situation that you're in. And I think that's uh, how the, uh, the people over across the lake are in London or in the UK say that's poppycock. Like, you know what I'm saying? This makes no sense. Like, you can't expect somebody to be held to a standard when there's no standard. Like, you know what I'm saying? If there was no rule book in the football game, then why would I expect somebody to follow the rules? So, again, you have to understand if there's something, if there's a level of expectancy, that means that God puts something in you in a nature to not break laws. So if you're not supposed to break laws, then the laws need to be upheld. So if the laws need to be upheld, you don't have a right to say that you can't do them. Now, we don't live by the law. We live under grace. But you can't expect somebody to follow a law if that law doesn't exist anymore because there's no sin. So you, what are you complaining about if, if somebody does something wrong? And two, a lot of times we hold clergy to a standard that we don't even live by ourselves. Because last time I checked, when they said um, to pick people that were in situations like being a deacon or a pastor, they said, choose you from among you. So it's like if I was to take a cup of water out of the ocean, that meant the rest of the ocean was made of water, right? So if I was to choose somebody from among you, like if I had a bag of M&Ms and all of them had an M on them and they all had chocolate and a hard outside shell, then that means there was more than one M&M. And so all of them were M&Ms and I just chose one. I got the little yellow one out. So if you, if they say in the Bible, choose you from your monkey, that means everybody's supposed to be acting like a pastor. And we just pick one person to be the pastor. Everybody's supposed to be like a deacon. I just chose one person to be a deacon. Everybody's supposed to be like an elder. And I just chose one person to be an elder. So we're supposed to be held at the same standard that we expect the pastor to be. So, for example, if you have your conviction in your heart, not trying to say that, you know, what I'm saying drinking is is a sin. But, you know, what I'm saying. But is it really, you know, conducive to your testimony is what you need to ask. And is what is God telling you about that? But anyway, you know, what I'm saying you see the pastor going out to the bar, just having a beer, just like you are. You can't judge him for having a beer because you're held by the same standards that he is. Just because he has a position doesn't change the fact that he's a person just like you are. I'm not trying to advocate that, but at the same time, what are you judging people by if you're not being judged by it yourself? Like judge not unless you be judged type thing. And so we do so much of that. And so, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to give an overview of what sin is looking like in our lives nowadays, because it's like we're, we, we, we put it on other people. Well, they should have did this or this person's supposed to perform I didn't like their performance because they did this or this person is an authority figure. They need to do the right thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? We all understand that our president may not be the most desirable person to be in that position at the moment. But at the same time, if we put you in there, would the country be any better? Like, you know what I'm saying? We judge people so quickly for for people that say you shouldn't judge anybody. You know what I'm saying? We sound like Tupac saying only God can judge you, but he is judging you with the Bible. So there is sin. This is what judgment is. Jesus didn't come to abolish the law. He fulfilled it. So the law still stands. Like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't just like, oh, well, just follow me. Jesus fulfilled the law. So following Jesus is following the law still, but you're just under not the penalty of the law. Like you should, you know what I'm saying? There's a reason why you still don't murder people, even though you're under grace. Like there's a reason why you shouldn't steal from people or because it's like, you know what I'm saying? The thing that's most convicting of it is... It says, do unto others as you want done unto you, the golden rule. So if I wouldn't want anybody to steal from me, why should I steal from you? Or why should I hurt you? Or why should I cover your neighbor's wife? And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Even Jesus broke it down like with two commandments. Love your neighbor like you love yourself. That's the commandments that was dealing with, you know what I'm saying? The, I think it was the first five commandments. Like if five of the commandments were dealing with your interactions with humans and the other five were dealing with your interactions with God. 
So he broke them down into two. Love God. Um, that's the first. Love God um, above all things is the first five. And the second five was love, you know, loving, you know, people like you would love yourself. And so it's just like those are the greatest commandments. It's all 10 right there. And so, like, we don't really love like that. We just, like, look at people's sin. I would, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like I've been in situations recently where it's been a lot of gossiping, backbiting, talking about each other, treating people you know what I'm saying? Saying things behind people back, smiling in their face. And we all do it. And the sad thing about it, we all understand that gossip and slander is in the same uh, sentence as homosexuality and sexual immorality. It was a comma. So it was just as bad. So, but we're quick to judge somebody of, of the sins that we don't commit. We always want to talk about the sins that are away from us. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I lived on an island by myself, of course I'm not going to be a murderer. There's nobody else there for me to kill. So how can I judge somebody that lives in a city like Chicago with a bunch of people and the opportunity to murder people like oh I'm righteous like we look for a virtuous life inside of something that's not virtuous you suck as a person just like I do people suck like we're gonna do something wrong you know what I'm saying you know if you got a backside you're gonna sin like you know what I'm saying you're gonna find a way to sin and it's like we don't try to fix the problem we wanna ignore the problem and you can't do that with water if somebody spilled water on the floor you can't just leave it there eventually the mildew you're spiritually mildewing like, you know what I'm saying? You're sitting on top of things like, oh, man, well, you know what I'm saying? If I ignore it, it'll go away. No, it's not going to go away. It's just going to get worse. Like, you ignore your emotions. You ignore how you, you know, you know, you ignore a health problem. It's just going to get worse. Trust and believe I know. I ignored myself because I was getting sick. And one day I just couldn't pee anymore and I had to be on dialysis. So that's what happens. You have to deal with things. And we have to deal with our sin. Because there's no way in the world that we can come together as a community because we're always going to expect somebody else to sin. Why? Because we sin. If somebody threw mud in your face and covered you in mud then you know what i'm saying the next person you see with mud in hand you're going to expect them to throw it at you so we're not going to be able to get closer until we get what's in between us away from us and that comes with us confessing our sins to one another like the bible says and repenting and learning and moving like we have to grow past them like you know what i'm saying we're never going to get rid of sin as long as we're in our mortal bodies but we can learn how to get closer to god to do better against sin and we're going to see like I think the next one that I'm going to talk about dealing with this, because I got a couple series up the pipe. I want to go up the pipe that I want to talk about. And this is just like an introduction to it. Um, the next one is like, uh, don't listen to Randy Orton. Um, talking about Eve when she was in the garden talking to the snake. And so we're going to deal with that next, like seeing where sin really started and what sin really looks like. So, um, you know, a couple things is like, peace, uh, keep Rick in prayer. Um, he'll share his testimony um, when he gets an opportunity to speak up here on a podcast or we get to be together again. But just keep him in your prayers and him and his family. Um, you know what I'm saying? Keep praying for you know us as we're trying to do this because it's really hard to do. Um, not going to be like, you know, fake. You know, sometimes when you look at like how many people actually listen versus how much work you put into doing these things, it does get discouraging sometimes. So like, you know, just keep us encouraged and whatnot. Also, um, to my people on social media, um, not saying this to be a jerk again, but you know what I'm saying? If we post like uh, a podcast up there, just don't like it. We will love it if you liked it and listened to it. Um, it would be a blessing for us because we, we want to be a blessing to y'all and we want to go forward. Um, also, um, we have a Patreon page, um, it's brothers of thunder podcast, um, on our Patreon. We also have a YouTube channel. 
Um, we also would like y'all to email us at the same email address, brothers of thunder at gmail.com, brothers of thunder podcast at gmail.com. Um, there's a lot of things that we want to do in the future. So just if you can support us that way, that'll be fine. Um, again, keep us in your prayers. Um, sorry for the hiatus. You know what I'm saying? To do my best. And I say it'll never happen again, but my aim is not let it happen again. But um, yeah, man, it's good. You know, it feels good to, to be able to be in the land of the living and also be able to, to, to be in the land of the internet and podcasting to be able to speak to y'all again. But uh, this has been your boy, Bert Hatton, on behalf of the Brothers of Thunder podcast. I don't know why Rick keep calling me the older brother. I'm only older than him by two months. Was it two months and 17 days? I don't know how many hours it was. I wasn't there. But yeah, acting like I'm like 35 years older now. Still look good. People, you know, somebody thought I was, you know, early 30s, 20 something. You know what I'm saying? Black don't crack. The yellow stay mellow, baby. But uh, y'all keep us in y'all prayers. I'll keep y'all in my prayers. God bless y'all. Y'all have a good day. Peace.